0: So glad you could join us for the mornings at YCBC today. We want to thank you for being a part of our online family, and we hope that this message encourages you, blesses you, and helps you grow in your walk with Him. So let's get into the Word. But so this week I just want to reflect on that last verse that Jill read this morning. Not the last verse of Psalm 42, but, but verse 5, the last from our reading this morning. I just want to take some moments to reflect on that, uh, to think about that. Uh, before we begin our, our series next week. And as I said, this is going to be a shorter time this morning, but I tend to believe, no, I don't tend to, I do believe that God can achieve more in a second than we can in a thousand years. And so um, this is not just a quick whip through this morning. I want us to be, be open-hearted to what God has to do with for us and in us and through us in this moment. Um, so I'm going to pray and then we're going to jump in. And so I encourage you... Um, uh, to have Psalm 42, verse 5 in front of you, um, to be looking at it either on your device, uh, on, on a um, piece of a, a hard copy Bible, on an old scroll, whatever you've got um, to look at, it. I encourage you to have that with you this morning. And so Heavenly Father, I pray that you would speak through this verse to us this morning. I pray that, though this is a briefer time, we, we declare that you are not limited by the amount of words we have time to say. You could speak just one word and our lives could be transformed. And so I pray this morning that you would speak these words, this verse 5 to us, in a way that transforms our life, that gives us hope, that leads us to a place of worshipping you, that re-centers our focus on you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, and so as Jill helpfully highlighted for us this morning that, that this is a, a psalm written uh, <clears throat> by a worship leader who's had to flee because of war, because of the, the conquering uh, of, of their people. And that's where we get that. Like, I remember when I used to get to go up to worship Uh, And so though our experience has been completely different to that, we haven't had war in our nation on our doorstep. We've had that massive year of massive interruption to our gathering for worship and and not just our worship, so much of our lives have been interrupted in the past year. And so uh, some of us uh, have been in this, for some of us, the the, the COVID uh, has shifted things in their life for the better. And I want to acknowledge that, that not that they're thankful for COVID, but that that, that interruption to life has meant they've been able to make changes that has put them in a better place. But but for many of us, we're, we've had at least a season of being downcast, uh, 've been depressed even, and, and I believe part of that for worshippers has been that restriction on our worship. How good is it this morning to get to be able to, to sing songs of worship, to praise Him with our voice? And, and so that's been true for me. I... I um, Towards the end of last year, and I shared this in our church meeting, if you haven't yet, I encourage you to to get the minutes of the notes or even the video from that church meeting. Just email our secretary, uh, secretary at yasbaptist.org.au and she will send you the notes. And so part of my pastor's report was a little bit self-centred, a bit self-focused, but it was about uh, some difficult times I've been through and not to go through all of that here uh, in this moment. But suffice to say, I didn't just come to the end of my tether. The end of my tether snapped at the end of last year, and I ended last year very broken, very downcast, and my soul was very disturbed within me. And so this question, not just for me, I believe, but for many of us is a relevant question that the psalmist asks in verse 5. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? And so I think if we find ourselves in that place, that's a good question to ask ourselves. I was actually having a, a conversation uh, with a close friend on Friday and we are just talking about how quickly your, your, your soul, your inner being can shift into that downcast space. You can be walking along, you know, skipping, happy, and then something happens or sometimes you don't even realise why and, and you're suddenly in that space of like, oh, I feel horrible on the inside. And so it's helpful to ask, well, Why? There's fruit to be found in asking that question. Why am I so downcast? Uh, for me, there, there's a whole bunch of factors that, that led to that place and COVID was just one of them and, and many of it have been building up for many years, but it's, it's helpful there's fruit to ask why. We can't change all of the why, but, but some things we can change, some things we can work on and, and we can grow to health in that. And so if you're in that place or you will be in that place in the future, I encourage you to think about, or even if you've been in that place in the past, think about why. Why am I? Why was I so downcast? What's going on for me? What's happening in the world around me that's led me to this place? So there's fruit to be found there in asking that question. Um, And if you're in a really difficult place, there's fruit to be found in asking that question with a trained professional present that can help you walk through some of that. Or with at least close friends who who can pray with you and journey with you through some of that. There's fruit to be found in asking why. But, But that's not where the psalmist lands. The psalmist doesn't land in just asking why. The psalmist shifts... To the next phrase, put your hope in God. And and so, so many of the reasons that we come to in the why are ultimately partly because we've rested our hope on something else other than God. And that's not a a guilt or a judgment or a condemnation thing. It's a, there's a level of security in our life that had been, had its foundation on something else other than God and it's fallen apart or it's been challenged, or it's been disrupted. For the psalmist, it was they couldn't go up to the temple anymore. That opportunity to worship had been taken away from them. And so, as the first verse says, their their soul panted for God as a deer, as a thirsty deer would would thirst for water. And so that that foundation had been able to go up to the temple for worship. Leading the procession, we're told, was taken away, but God was not. And so the psalmist says, well, well, there's, there's some why, there's some reason here, but I'm going to not put my hope in the things that can be taken away, but put my hope in God. And, and so when we ask the why question, the fruit is found there, but there, there's more fruit to be found as we do that to shifting all of our hope back onto God. And so we've, we've, we've been through a journey, not just as a church, we're still in this journey as a world through through uh, the first pandemic in living memory for most of us. Not the world's first pandemic, that's for sure. And so many things have been disrupted and taken away and there's many answers to that why, but, but I want us this morning to, to, to take hold of that and, and to make this moment a moment where we, where we gather up all of our hope that might have been scattered around different things that might have been resting on job security, on, on been able to sing at church, uh, on, on you know, been able to drive in the car to work and been able to you know, have, send off your children to school. Some of these things have, have come to an end in our nation. We're in a great spot as a country. Praise God for that. But, but I want us this morning to gather up all of those little bits of hope that we've planted in other places and put it all back on God. Forgive the gambling analogy, I'm not pro-gambling, I'm very anti-gambling, but, but it's like gathering up all of our chips from around the roulette table and imagining there was a big God square on it and going, I'm putting everything on God. That's the only gamble, that's not a gamble, that I recommend as your pastor that you make. <laughs> Put all your chips on God. And so that's what the psalmist is doing. He's thinking about the why, but he's saying... Ultimately, we've just got to gather up our chips and put them on God. Yes, the temple's been obliterated. Yes, we've been exiled to a foreign land. Yes, the way that we used to worship, the way that we used to work, the way that we used to live has been completely taken away from us, but we can still put all our chips on God. And so this morning, I want to encourage you as a follower of Jesus, as the church, to put all your chips on God. Put your hope in God, full stop. He goes on to to talk about the reason for his confidence. He's talking to his own soul. Put your hope in God. So often we need to be the ones to tell ourselves what to do. Put your hope in God. Tell yourself to do that. He's talking to his own soul. And he goes on. For I will yet praise him. This is a declaration, a a choice to worship. For I will yet praise him. Uh, For us, that was a season um, where we couldn't sing, but we chose to worship anyway. I can't make noise with my mouth. I can't sing the words of the songs that give God glory. But I'll I'll still praise him. I'll praise him with my hands. I'll, I'll, I'll praise him with my... Like, you know, just the... Frustration of wanting to praise is my praise for him. And and so this is a conscious decision to praise no matter what. Yes, it's cold this morning, but I'm going to praise him anyway. It's nice and warm in here. If you're um, participating at home, bless you for making the effort to, to jump online and look forward to seeing you hopefully in this lovely warm space next week. But it's a choice that I will praise him. But it's also a faith statement. It's a statement of belief that God will yet give the psalmist reason to praise. His soul's in a downcast place. He's disturbed, he's he's depressed, and he's saying, I'm going to put all my chips on God because I am confident that that hope will pay off. He will yet give me reason to praise. And I believe that that's been true throughout this entire season, that God, even though some of us have been in a place of difficulty, our world's been turned upside down, there's not been lack of reason to praise him through it all. Even as businesses were shut down, as lips were silenced in church, there's still been reason to praise. And so this is a statement of confidence as well, that regardless of the space I'm in right now, I will praise him. I will see elsewhere in the Psalms it says, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. It's it's a statement of belief and faith and he finishes that verse by saying, my saviour and my God, for I will yet praise him, my saviour and my God. He renews his perspective on who God is. He's a saviour and he is God. None of these other places where I've scattered my hope, where I've scattered my confidence are God. And so hear me rightly this morning. I'm not saying quit your job, stop doing all of these things that that bring you your life and faith joy, but I'm saying see them as gifts from God. Don't don't land any hope on them. Receive them with joy, but, but put all of your hope chips on God because even if everything else is taken away, even if everything else is stripped back, You'll yet praise Him, both through this declaration of, I'm going to do that no matter what, but also through this confident belief that God's good. You will see His goodness in the land of the living. He is Saviour, He is God, and we renew our perspective on Him. And so I'm going to invite our worship team to come up this morning. I'm going to invite you to stand, if you're able. Not just the worship team, everybody. invite you to stand if, you, if you're able or willing. No, no shame on anyone that chooses not to stand. <clears throat> and so what I want to encourage you to do this morning, as um, yeah, you can begin to play, is to think about, you know, maybe your soul is downcast, maybe not, but wherever you're at right now, just think about why. Why am I in this place? And then also to think, okay, where am I putting hope? Where am I putting little bits of my hope on something other than God? And bring all of that back and just declare to Him this morning, I want to put all of my hope on you. I don't want to put it on red. I don't want to put it on black. I don't want to put it on six or three or odds or evens. I want to put it all on you, God, because I will yet praise you. And we call to mind this morning, Lord, the testimonies in our hearts and minds and and I encourage us to share it with others. The testimonies that you've given us to praise you in the midst of this difficult season. We thank you for every good thing in the hard times. We thank you for every bit of light in the darkness. We declare that we will praise you. We will see your goodness. We have seen your goodness in the land of the living. And so we do that very thing right now, putting our hope in you. We praise you, our Saviour and our God. Amen. Thanks for joining us today.